code for it. Make sure you get home, boys. They got your back, the pride of the fleets, the bright swinging frogmen of the UDT. Hey, folks, Commander Mark Devine coming at you from the Unbeatable Mind podcast on the SealFit channel. Uh, before I get cranking today, let me remind you that if you want to get um, all of our cool offers and weekly SealFit TV and blogs and podcasts and everything like that, go to our website at SealFit.com and drop your email into our opt-in uh, form there so that we can keep you updated on all the cool things going on at SealFit. All right, a little bit different track today. Uh, no guest. Um, I'm going to start a series of podcasts where we just chat about things that are really interesting and important to me about developing mental toughness, resiliency, uh, integrated warrior uh, training, and being someone special. In fact, the title of today's podcast is Dare to Be Someone Special. This is part one of a three-part series. You know, I've got a confession to make. In college, I was a partying a B student. Uh, my priorities were girls, sports, and beer, often in that order. Uh, my school, Colgate University, tolerated me because I wasn't failing. I was a B student, like I said. But a couple of my teachers saw something in me that I probably didn't see in myself. What I've since learned, though, is that the transition from this visionless, narrow-minded, and you might call average student to a top Navy SEAL and successful entrepreneur and best-selling author was simply a choice. And that choice was to stop being common and to dare to be someone special. So my message to you here is that same choice is yours to make today, right now. You see, contrary to our culture's story, success in life as measured in total joy, happiness, and fulfillment isn't determined by your IQ or your bank account or what degrees and titles you rack up. No, sir, it's determined by whether you choose to be special. Then as you take action, to be uncommon, to be special, then you naturally evolve and you take your eyes off yourself and you end up serving others and that's when the real magic happens. But choosing to be special, though it's simple, it's not easy. Some people wait until they hit bottom or they survive a major accident or some disease before they make that choice. But you don't have to wait. You can say to yourself right now, I'm better than this, I now choose to be special and voila, the choice has been made. You're on your way to being uncommon. But then what? Once the choice is made, there's no going back. You'll activate an entirely new OODA loop. For those of you in Unbeatable Mind, you know that's the term for the observe, orient, decide, and act loop, which is a decision-making process. In that new OODA loop, the risks and stakes are higher than you had allowed in the past. Ultimately, You've chosen to live an extraordinary life and to reject the common suffering-filled life of your past. The decision to be special must be followed by action. No action, then no chance of being special. Do not pass go. Do not collect your $200. Just go back to common town and hope for a different result next time, which, as you know, is a definition of insanity. So once that choice is made and I hope you've made it now while you're listening to me, then it's in your actions of becoming special where the rubber meets the road. The action phase of the OODA loop is the work. And this is where most people spend the most time and energy and get stuck. This is because each major action step, for instance, starting training at SealFit or beginning 
a journey with unbuilt mind, you know, by, by committing to a morning ritual, it must be followed by some period of non-action. Here's what I mean by that. The non-action is where you slow down and observe the impact of your action. So let's, for example, say for example, you choose that you're not satisfied with the status quo and you want to be someone special. Well, that choice requires some action. So you begin to take action by researching programs for self-development. You stumble upon Unbeal Mind. Well, what do I ask you to do in Unbeal Mind? Well, I ask you to stop taking action and to start being quiet and to be in a moment of non-action. So in non-action, you notice the internal and external changes and how the world and those around you are shifting as a result of your actions. And then in the non-action stage, you orient yourself to this new information and reflect upon how your next actions can be more powerful and get you closer to your goals. That's the OODA loop. Action followed by reflection, rebalancing, and recommitment. The process requires that you become comfortable balancing effort and surrender. The effort's in the form of plain old hard work. The surrender is in slowing down enough to look within and find that meaning and insight for continuous improvement, continuous alignment, and surrendering to the presence and newness which is always arising within and around you. This balance between effort and surrender can bring great joy and value to life and ultimately to the world. One of the great ironies of our current human story is that work and effort must all be hard. So I encourage you to join those who have uncovered the profound truth that purpose-driven work can be simple, joyous, and balances action with non-action. Recently, I was invited back to my alma mater, Colgate, to give a homecoming speech to 900 students and parents. I was honored and terrified at the same time. Just what value could I offer these students who are on the cusp of entering the real world? And I had a sense that this generation that I was speaking to is going to be the turning point or a turning point for the human race. Either they step up and lead or we could perish as our scarcity model of life devours life and tips the scales toward oblivion. Wow, that sounds harsh. It will be 2045 when this young group of men and women are my age. The world will be a very different place than what we know today. I believe it will be a more beautiful world if they learn how to be special. Over the next 30 years, there will be many chaotic, confusing, and violent changes to overcome that we need to make wise choices about. Many of the institutions we now rely on in the West will likely be gone, replaced by new models. More important, the myths of our human coexistence will be challenged and must also transform to include all the unsustainable separation-based stories that guide our everyday actions. Corporate structures, nation states, fiat currency, centralized economic manipulation, healthcare, food production, educational systems, and more. Yes, this new generation of graduates that I was about to approach are smart kids, and not only will they witness it all, but they must step up, take on a sheepdog attitude to lead the sheep, protect from the wolves, and find the pastures in the more beautiful world that lies beyond the veil of normalcy. So in the spirit of becoming the mentor, I offer these 10 principles to follow once you choose to be special so we can co-create a more beautiful world together. If every student in that room, when I make that presentation and everyone reading this blog makes this choice and influences just one other person to be their swim buddy on this journey, I believe the ripples we send out to the world would become a tsunami of positive change. Here are the 10 principles that I'm going to explore 
further in this podcast. First, how important it is to uncover your purpose and to ignite your passion. Two, how we're going to stoke that inner vision. Three, how are you going to live with honor and make a stand? Four, how you can find an enlightened mentor to model he, him or her. Five, to get committed and to starve fear. Six, to forge grit. Seven, take bold action, but know when to stand down. Eight, learning to trust your gut. Nine, learning to soften your heart and love your teammates. And ten, to never quit. So I expect you have made the choice to be someone special. Now let's dig in to the first principles. First, let's discuss how to uncover your purpose and ignite your passion. Now, five weeks after I graduated from Colgate, I'd moved from the open spaces of upstate New York to the crush of high finance in a midtown Manhattan skyscraper. I was 21 years old and dividing my time between working at a big eight accounting firm and graduate work at NYU Stern School of Business. By the measures of the white-collar ladder in the business world, I was off to a killer start. The competitive atmosphere and excitement appealed to me at first, and I had little inclination to think much deeper than the coursework of my MBA and grinding my way toward that CPA. Coopers and Libran, my employer, which would later merge into Price Waterhouse, served up the kind of crucible experience one might expect from an international firm routinely sweeping billions of dollars each day in accounting fees. At my desk, I crammed away, absorbing the language of auditing, non-sampling risk, inventory, cost flow, gross margins, risk assessment procedures, ticking and tying. I would occasionally look at the new bustling world that I was submerged within. The hierarchy was on vivid display. The culture of high finance made sure the top investment bankers and traders were made to feel special. By comparison, because of my paycheck and greenhorn status, the culture made damn sure I knew why I was anything but special. Within the rules of the hierarchy, because of the money they made, the top makers and traders were far more valuable than me. Personally, I had a hard time accepting this. Money just didn't have that brand of sway over me. And frankly, some of these guys were absolute jerks, bloated with self-importance and ego, which I found rancid. Was that the life that I wanted? I doubted it. Six months in, I noticed a discordant unease growing inside of me like a cancer. Something was off. I found myself identifying with a disturbing phrase. I was a cog in a machine. I tried to force the thought out of my mind, but it became increasingly difficult to ignore the idea that I was a bit player in a world where money was the purest and only real measurement of human value. This is how my midlife crisis began at 22 years old. Trudging home from work one night, my peripheral vision noticed something and I was brought to a stop. It was a poster displayed in a window at a Navy recruiter's office. The poster depicted guys doing a bunch of things that were light years away from my life on the first rung of the white collar ladder. These guys weren't bound to desks. They were parachuting through the sky, climbing mountainous terrains, blowing things up. It looked scary. It looked fun. But it wasn't the picture that rattled me. Rather, it was a set of words running across the top of the poster. They pulsed to me as if they were a beacon in the night sky. Be someone special, they said. Crap, I thought. That's it. There was nothing special about me. Why not? What had happened to me? 
on the path I was on, would I ever feel special again? The way I did as a kid running through the woods, soaking up the awesomeness of the world? That thrill I once had in life was long, long gone. Cog in the machine. That phrase felt like a prison. And here I was, frozen, confronted by a poster exhorting me to be someone special again. What a cool idea. Why not? What the hell was holding me back? Why couldn't I recapture that feeling in my accounting career? But my monkey mind cajoled me. Mark, there's nothing special about what you're doing. I thought about that and agreed at the time. It'd be several years before I found the missing piece in the puzzle. Being special was easy if you could identify your primal purpose in life beyond survival and procreation and align with it. So let me be clear, if you feel like your primal purpose is to be a CPA and serve in that manner, then you are awesomely aligned in that career. That wasn't me. When the words on the poster shook me, I was felt I was completely misaligned. I was living life in accordance with values and a purpose that were not mine. They belonged to someone else. I was going hard and fast in a direction that was meaningless to me. I had no passion for it. It was literally killing me and killing me quickly. Growing up, it was never mentioned to me that I might have a unique purpose in life. Never. My family didn't tell me. My teacher didn't tell me. Society didn't tell me. What I heard from all these well-intentioned sources was the usual. Go to school, get good grades, go out into the world, get a good job. Job was mostly determined by my family programming, aptitude, and quite frankly, whichever doors opened up after stepping into the void of the real world. But the words in that poster, be someone special, planted a sense of doubt and wonder in the recesses of my mind. After many soul-searching hours on the meditation bench at Sado Karate, in contemplation, my true purpose began to reveal itself. It seemed to come from the quiet depths within, like a vision. I believe this is the way it's supposed to happen. We can't think our way to purpose, like we might draw up a flowchart. Rather, we must listen closely, silently, and with our whole being. When we are still in non-action and listen to the deep-rooted stories that drive our lives, the purpose will reveal itself as a new story, a new possible future, that may be radically different than the one you find yourself in now. Once revealed, we feel compelled to align with it. And when we align with our purpose, that passion long lost is once again ignited. And we feel special again. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.